everyone. Welcome back to the Wild Thoughts Podcast. Today, we're doing an exciting comedy episode. I know you guys have been waiting for this. We're doing Reddit submissions, and we're going over topics about am I the red flag? So you already know how this goes. We tell the story. We give our reactions and... Yeah, it's, it's all good. It's a fun time. Good time. I love that. I love this intro you did today. Oh, thanks. Spot on. I'm loopy. <laughs> we should be more loopy then. <laughs> no, we're always loopy. Always, always, always. But we forgot in the last two episodes, but we're going to do the high of the week. Yes. We need to name like five to make them. No, I'm kidding. Oh my God, imagine. I don't know if there's that many highs. I can't even think right now. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yes, I will go. So I think my high of the week is that I ended up hanging out with two of my good friends after work we did the paint night event we're so cute yeah it's so fun we had done that too once it was my second time doing it and uh, there's basically someone that like kind of like hosts and teaches you every step and there's a certain painting that you kind of recreate you can change the colors or anything like that uh, it was nice to do something during the week i felt like because last few weeks i feel like i'm just like going to work and chilling at home and i don't know i don't have much energy to do stuff after work so it was nice to just like get out of the house and stuff. So yeah. yeah, that was nice. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. For me, I went out for lunch with my coworkers and it was on the day that like it really felt like spring, like it was almost oh. 10 degrees. I think it was Wednesday. Oh. And we went to the Asian supermarket that's right near our oh, work. Yes. Yes. And we were just having a field day. I ordered so much food. I had They like, have like a counter? Yeah, so you can go and there's like a buffet, there's sushi, there's ramen, there's um like buns, it like amazing food Afi like we literally need to go just for that and like the supermarket is huge and there's like these oh like God. so many Asian snacks yeah. and drinks and like foods that you can buy like it's actually really good but it was just like it was nice just to get out and like we walk there so it was like we were enjoying the weather is it far the walk like no it's like on our street it's the end of the street basically. okay so, so it's a couple it's, minutes five want, ten minutes no, i want to say like 10 minutes 10 minutes yeah, okay that's good nice. though yeah. yeah yeah but it was so fun we just like chilled we stayed there a little longer than we should have i will say but i was like we're out so for lunch when you're at the office <laughs> yeah. your lunches can be a bit yeah extended. time doesn't it's exist <laughs> it, it, literally like i remember at the internship we would book like whole ass lunches because we were in the mile end in like pub bars and they bring out you like burgers and like food yeah. food you know it's not like fast food and I'm like, oh my god, how are you? Like, how are you doing this at lunch right now? But yeah, like, I know yeah. that's why. Like, when like I brought it up that morning, so I was like, guys, I'm really craving Asian food. Mm. Should we go? And I just to see like, because if people have a meeting like right, right after, after lunch, then like obviously they might not come. But like one of my coworkers, she had a meeting right when lunch ended. She yeah. still came, and then she left early type of thing. So yeah. it was fine. But it was super nice. Oh my god, I love that for yeah. you. That sounds like an adventure. It was. Let's get into the first story. Do you want to go first? Okay, yes. I will read my story first. Why did I, I read my story? <laughs> That's when you know the brain's We're not tired, working. tired, guys. I literally we got have home to repeat late. to myself what I'm doing so that I can do it. I'll start with the first story. It's So the title is basically, is this a red flag or am I the red flag? So very aligned with what our topic is, obviously. <laughs> Great way to start. Great way. We love. So... It starts like this. So I, 31 male, started seeing this guy, 25 male, a few months ago. He's a graduate student working two jobs while I'm just finishing my first year at my new job. I find him extremely attractive. We share a lot of hobbies and interests and the physical compatibility is there as well. He's also genuine, honest and forthcoming. All things that make me like him more. 
Mm, we love that's good (laughs) on our first date he let me know that he was still talking to other people and going on dates after about two months or so he told me that i'm now the only person he's seeing and that he potentially sees a future with me i felt the same way and i told him so the issue with two dots Early on, he let me know that his availability would be limited since he has school and work. I understand this as I was in a similar scenario in college and grad school myself. Dates would get rescheduled regularly, and on average, we would hang out about once every two weeks, which again, I was fine with because I knew it was temporary. He assured me that once the semester ended in mid-May, he would have more time. The issue is that since the semester ended, he has actually taken on more work at his other jobs, keeping him busy and adding to his stress. 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 (laughs) Adding to his stress. Additionally, he's been very infrequent with communications, sometimes taking days to respond to texts. I understand being busy and under stress, but sometimes I feel like some effort should be put in if he wants this to work. Mm -hmm. Why it might be me. I moved to the area about a year ago for my new job, so my social circle is still growing. I have a tendency not to reach out to older friends I don't see often. Brackets, out of sight, out of mind, close brackets. So I end up with these artificial feelings of loneliness a lot. I also tend to go all in when dating someone, which I know can be kind of off-putting to some. I also have a thing with someone not returning my texts. As almost every guy I've dated that has ended things like that, brackets not replying for a day or two, then breaking things off. Finally, I've only been in one serious long-term relationship that wasn't the best for either of us mentally. He suffered from depression and suicidal ideation and focused on me slash the relationship instead of himself. And I felt obligated to stay in the relationship to help him through, but I wasn't getting my needs met. That's like related to what we yeah, talked about last yeah. time. So what do you think, bros? Got <laughs> That's why I'm laughing, sorry. <laughs> oh, Go no, ahead. it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Got any advice that can help? Were any of you in similar scenarios? And how did you deal with it? What do you think, bros? Oh, my God. Wait, is this from a male or female? Oh, so male. Okay, yeah, so two males. This is tricky, I think. I don't think either one of them are red flags. I know. Yeah, it's hard. I think I like skimmed through it when I first saw it. And I was like, is this like, is this the right thing that I'm yeah. looking at? Because it seems like they're already very empathetic of the partner. Like the way they're describing the situation, they're not like, you know how sometimes you read stories and they're already like bashing them exactly. in the story. So yeah. you create a bias in your head. Yeah. Like I wouldn't say they're red. I know what they're saying. Like, oh, yeah. am I in the wrong? Or is the other, is my partner maybe like in the wrong? Like, whose feelings are correct and sometimes that's hard because it's not white and black nobody's necessarily correct or not correct you know yeah I think the issue is that you're overthinking I like 100% this person is overthinking and I think the person the partner that is super busy with work and stuff I think he might just not be in a time in his life where a relationship can happen because maybe he just got out of college or whatever or school yeah so he's taking on these new jobs because he's trying to get in the workforce so he's focusing on that i don't think it's a you problem necessarily to the person that submitted this yeah i think it's just like a timing thing and i know people are gonna say like oh if he wanted to he would like he would make the time but at the same time there's a limit there's a limit and if, if you're trying to focus on your career and stuff maybe 
it's not necessarily the time for a relationship. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing because even he said the the person who wrote this is 31 male and the person he's seeing is 25 male. So there is a bit of an oh, age difference. Yeah, okay, so maybe he's point. like very early on in his career that he's trying to prove himself you know whereas the other person maybe they like they said that they related to it because they were when they were in college or whatever so they're kind of more settled in and now now that their career maybe i'm just assuming is more stable they're yeah. they can focus on a relationship that's a good point yeah you know and the other person is younger so it's like more of a priority i feel like but they still maybe want like that love and companionship but i think the needs are are different like the 100%. 31 male needs maybe more more commitment and more like time yeah because they already like went through that phase it's hard yeah. like and like you know how guys are like <laughs> just like the timing and age range is always an issue because like the maturity yeah. levels are so drastically different it's and i think true. it's what what did we say like i think at 24 is when men like actually mature their brain cell yeah literally <laughs> they actually like start to become an adult so i think the age 100 percent is probably like an they're issue. more developed like 31 male is 100%. more yeah he also maybe has more experience and yeah just assuming like based on like age and yeah stuff. and i wouldn't consider you having feelings a red flag because i know the person was saying like i'm very all in so maybe that's scaring him oh yeah but, like, i don't think that's i don't a red think flag. you should yeah i don't think you should feel bad about having feelings and actually like expressing them exactly i don't think that's a red flag at all i think maybe for the 25 year old maybe like if they haven't been in a relationship or like it's yeah. something fresh and like they're also trying to juggle their their career and school life like that could be a lot so exactly. maybe that's why he's kind of pulling back yeah but i wouldn't put yourself down because of the way the other person is reacting yeah same i don't think you're the red flag but i will point something out not necessarily about the 31 male but like maybe the 25 male is not ready yet because he said mid-may when every school's done i'm gonna give us more time but then they take on more work i feel like that's almost like trying to avoid the other person because i feel like there's some truth that, that if he wanted to he would yeah he could have prioritized and i get it but it's like clearly he wants one more than the other maybe or he feels some certain pressure to do the other more yeah. than one in a way because he decided to take on more work you know yeah so i feel like it's almost like procrastinating because you don't want to deal with well, the like yeah it could be either or it could be like he actually is like getting scared and like i'm trying to avoid you or yeah. he's like no i'm focusing on my work right now and like right. this is my priority yeah and maybe he doesn't want to give up on the relationship like yeah even though and, like technically not they're not official yet right so it's, are you yeah. gonna like true are you gonna not focus on your career be with someone you're not official, official with. yeah he's but he did say he's the only person he's seeing now so he seems pretty serious i know but i'm just trying to he like, was dating around though i guess yeah, based on so, like yeah he's 25 <laughs> you know one year after your brains develop <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's not yeah. much uh yeah i feel like this is hard i think you should definitely speak to your partner or your i don't know the guy you're saying. yeah the guy <laughs> you're yeah it's not i guess not officially your partner but about how you're feeling and how you can move forward because if you don't talk about it like yeah it's just gonna float in the air you're gonna be guessing yeah like what's happening and i don't think this is really like i feel like the way this person wrote it is very healthy almost yeah. like they literally were so 31. organized yeah literally like, <laughs> they're mature yeah mature <laughs> yeah. and um yeah 
like you wrote the issue why it might yeah. be me i love it i love it yeah i mean I, i'm sorry but i love I it but final thoughts i don't think either one are, is a red flag yeah just communicate yeah communicate bro yeah. <laughs> bro bro <laughs> okay let me get into mine yes so the title is my 20 female boyfriend 24 male says i'm a red flag because of my boundaries oh Oof. let's get into oh, this, this one. <laughs> like this is gonna relate oh god okay hold on i already saw boundaries and i was like okay all right i'm insecure and i openly admit that but when it comes to respect and social media i feel very strongly i feel disrespected when my boyfriend of one year goes around liking pictures of half-naked girls on instagram or follows girls who post suggestive content I also feel disrespected when he likes the pictures of the girls who he's been physically intimate with while being in a committed relationship with me. What? <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. No, no, no. Who? Okay. Okay. Wait. He has been. In he the has been. He but their stuff. yeah. yeah okay. Exactly. Sorry. I read that as like he's currently cheating on me. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. These things just make me feel really upset and I just feel even worse about myself. I voiced these things to him, and after long arguments and discussions, after a few months of being together, I'd managed to convince him to unfollow slash unfriend girls who he slept with before me, who he still followed slash had added as a friend. For clarity, I don't even follow boys who I've kissed in the past. That was all caps. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen so many. That was a weird laugh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. That was so weird. Okay. No. I've seen so many other girls my age feel insecure about their boyfriends liking other girls' suggestive photos, following them, commenting, or even just looking, etc. Yet I feel like equally as many girls or people in general view it as being too insecure or controlling. Recently, I saw my boyfriend followed a private profile of a woman who had a suggestive profile picture on Instagram. I asked him who she was and why he followed. He told me she's a fitness influencer. In brackets, my boyfriend is into fitness and I encourage that. And that she posts good advice on her page. So I follow that page only to get accepted weeks later and see that there is only ass pics of her with no fitness advice in sight. Oh god, that's I'm sorry, that's oh, gross. Man. I confronted him about this and he called me a stalker and said he never actually checked her page and that he just read on a different site that she gives good advice. Okay, gaslighter. Oh, lying. Gaslighter. So hard oh, right my now. God. I'm sorry, he is a lying. <laughs> what? He blog did you read this on? <laughs> what the fuck? He then unfollowed her private account only to, out of anger, as stated by him himself, follow her main public fitness page, which had equally as many inappropriate photos in lingerie and barely any advice. In the end, it was still me apologizing for, in quotes, stalking him and making a big deal out of it. This is rough. Whoa. I feel like I'm at my wit's end. Tonight, he brought up a Facebook post someone made about boyfriends liking other girls' photos on social media, and majority of the comments there were basically telling men to leave their girlfriend if they're that insecure or that crazy and saying it's a red flag. Maybe it's just my age or the fact that this is my first relationship and the first man I've willingly slept with. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry about that. Well, I'm far from his first, but I honestly feel physically ill when I see him looking at provocative posts or liking them or following girls who post that sort of content. Mm. 
He also keeps telling me I need to seek help for it and refers to it as a mental illness okay. from time to time. Toxic. Like, he needs to... Oh what? How do you identify... Who Bro. are you? Are you a doctor that's making it a scientist? Okay. Oh, my God. Or just calls me crazy to my face. It's making me honestly question my sanity. My parents don't believe in therapy. My mom doesn't even believe that ADHD is real. And while the allowance they give me is enough for some limited therapy, I, for some reason, feel horrible about spending their money that they gave me as an allowance on something they explicitly tell me not to do. And I don't have the mental headspace nor time to work somewhere. And it's particularly difficult in my situation because I just moved to a different country for university. He also told me today that I'm being controlling and that he can do whatever he wants and that now he's going to look at girls like that on social media whenever he feels like it and that he'll start watching porn again in brackets, which I never forbade him. He decided on his own that the dopamine was unhealthy and that he would stop. And I feel like he's saying slash doing this just to spite me and it's mentally pushing me to the edge. Am I really ill? What do I do about therapy? Am I being controlling? Am I displaying red flags? Are my feelings just personal boundaries or are they obscure and shouldn't exist? Often I wish I didn't care. And to be honest, when we first started talking, he told me a lot of details about his past endeavors and it didn't phase me in the slightest because I didn't have romantic feelings for him at that point. I love that she said endeavors. (laughs) (laughs) But now that I love him and see him as a serious partner for life, I feel strongly about these things. He's also told me his ex would ask him to unfollow this one girl who he'd been physically intimate with and he didn't because he didn't love her enough. (laughs) I mentioned this to him because I was trying to explain how it feels when he starts treating me in a similar manner, and his response was just that I'm trying to manipulate him. Am I just a horrible person slash partner who's controlling and manipulative and crazy? Should I just stop caring? And if so, how can I? I feel like I have no one else to talk to about this. Oh my god. That was a lot. Do you want to go ahead and... I I need a breath. (laughs) Okay, I will answer at who's the red flag. It's definitely not you. It's Period. your partner and possibly your parents in a way. Not, 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 parents do their best. I get it. But like, it seems like they're making you feel guilty for a lot of things in a way. And maybe you don't have that support given that like they don't, you know, believe in ADHD and they f- make you feel guilty for spending the money or you feel guilty. But your partner is definitely the issue. He's a gaslighter. He's sorry i'm sorry he's a manipulator yeah he's gross like the porn thing whatever like i get it like it's you know it it just grossed me out because this morning <laughs> but like whatever but like looking at like well also like some people have limits if you're in a relationship and you're watching you know like sexual content online for some people that's like a no but whatever like that's something else but I feel like all the liking, all these like and doing it out of spite, mo- yeah, and then like, being like comparing it to like something uh, another relationship in the past, and then being like I'm gonna do whatever I want. Whoa, like I I think that you should leave that. <laughs> but I I understand if you've been in a relationship with them for a long time, that's not like the easiest. Like yes, I can say that, but it, it's it's hard to do. I think you should definitely, if you can, go to counseling and therapy, like individual first, just to like feel better, you know, have professional help because it's hard to, it's someone else's social media profile. It's hard to control what they're going to do with it. You know, like you can't like be like, okay, I'm 
you're not going on Instagram anymore, you know, and you don't want to do that in a relationship. But it's also about respect because if yeah. you're vocalizing your boundaries and they're not respecting it and calling you crazy for oh, it, 100%. like 100%. Like, why are you with this person? No, exactly. Like, they're literally manipulating you, if anything, not the other way around. Yeah. And I would just like to point out he's a 24 male. Yeah. Wait, okay. so, yeah, his brain cells, I don't know. Brain cells May, are not developed. Uh, yet. Not. So she, she's the, 20. 20 female, so, boyfriend, 24. Okay. And this is her first relationship. So she's 100% getting manipulated and she's just like, she's recognizing that this is wrong. Yeah. But at the same time, she's questioning herself. Right. Because he also like gaslighted. gaslighted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just uh, 100% you're not the red flag. He's the red flag. And just like what I was saying before, the fact that he's doing things out of spite. Yeah. And all you're doing is vocalizing that it's making you feel uncomfortable. Exactly. I think just the act of him, like he's in a relationship and it, I don't know, I find it very like pervy, like going on other women's profiles liking other people's pictures that you were in a relationship whether it was intimate or whatever that's yeah like why yeah i don't so, need to see that i i'm the type of person that like if you're liking influencer pictures like i'm like okay fine like there, why yeah, but fine like i'm not bothered by it right but if you've hooked up with these people before exactly. and you're liking their provocative and suggestive pictures exactly. like that's you weird know, you know why too i feel like it's it, the reason it's weird because in social media world and how we are today when we're interested in someone or shooting our shot sometimes what we're gonna do 100%. is like like the pics to give that hint you know even if that's not the way you think that's what commonly like common as. knowledge that's how we interpret it so if you've had something with someone and then you're liking their pics and that's what we associate liking you know i know it's it's like weird to make those assumptions assumptions about everybody but that's common like a common theory okay so yeah if you're doing that you're literally telling me that like you, you might still be you yeah. know into them or and especially them for people that like find this like, uncomfortable and you're doing it frequently exactly. and it's kind of like they're gonna start overthinking because they're gonna be like am i not enough that exactly. you have to go out and like seek other people's pictures to yeah. like satisfy you like it's no it's, yeah exactly and also not even just like the people they know but random like yeah you know the ass the fitness that's weird because i know people do that but to me it's like i'm sorry i would not want my partner i'm yeah, not sorry for that fine. i would yeah, yeah i would not want my partner just exactly. that's just no i'm sorry no and the fact that he also said like his ex reacted the same way asked mm -hmm. asked him to unfollow and he wouldn't and like what was, was the kind of like bragging about yeah it? Like, like okay bro yeah was he trying to gain control like no, you're not being controlling. You're not being crazy or insane. Like, yeah. this is perfectly normal behavior on your end. He's the one that's psycho right you now. You need to drop him. Yeah, 100%. No. Yeah. Break up. therapy. Break up. <laughs> like, no, yeah. You got to be Find single in your 20s, okay? Yes. Go listen go to our, our latest episode. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Okay, on to the next. Bye. Okay, y'all ready? Let's get it. <laughs> y'all okay. ready for this? Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Okay, so second story, it's called Wish to Protect DH from His Narcissistic Mother, But He Loves Her Dearly. I Worry I Am the Red Flag Instead. DH, is that the nickname or is that some, does it stand for something on Reddit? Can someone inform me? No, I think it's just a nick, like a, like a, right? Like a name, like a nickname. So DH and I have been together for about four years now and love each other very, very much. Before we got married, I know DH loves his mother a lot. He often tells me many good things about his mother and how much of his upbringing and strong moral ethics today is due to her 
good parenting. After marriage, I get to interact with his family on a much closer basis and slowly realize that DH's mom is far, far from the amazing woman DH has described and that in fact, she is just no mother-in-law or just no mom. What the heck is that, that GN in my life? His Reddit terms. What e- is this? We need someone to explain this. In the yeah, comments. okay. GN, so mother in something mother in law, right? Yeah. Okay, anyways, so it says GNMIL is the textbook narcissist mother. Okay, so that's like the, her name, I guess, like the mother's the name. Mother. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the mother in law. GN. No, 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 but it's, it stands for just no mother in law. Oh, just no mother in law. I don't know what just no is. It's, Am I the I, it's just... a category on Reddit. Like, there's a category of like mother things. Like, no, just but no am I the just no? Oh, I think that's a, like, am I the red flag type of thing? No. So, just no mil new meaning to having just no in laws. When someone is the just no, they're the one behaving badly. Yeah, so it's like, am I the red flag? Okay. Yeah. <sighs> it's we. I know, Reddit. I love us discovering these terms. <laughs> okay. So just no mother-in-law is a textbook narcissist mother who treats her son, her own son, like shit. There are too many examples of her narcissistic behavior, but generally, she constantly puts down DH's achievements and success and very rarely praises him. She favors another child of hers as the golden child, but scapegoats DH as a devil spawn from an evil, abusive side of her bloodline. Brackets, yes, she said this directly to DH and me. She keeps dredging up naughty deeds DH did as a child under five years old and repeating such stories whenever she has a chance as if he never grew up from those mistakes. She never apologizes to DH for any of her wrongdoing. The above do not reflect the successful and kind-hearted great person DH is. You would think I'm the one who is blindsided by DH's nefarious side if you had only heard about him from just no mother-in-law. When I talk to DH about my observations, DH agrees with everything, yet he is way too filial. All these words, I don't know. (laughs) He is way too filial, has way too much love for the family, and feels way too much guilt to cut ties. I could in a way understand how he feels because as much as just no mother-in-law is a narcissist, I cannot deny her success in single-handedly raising her kids. Brackets, father left before kids could even walk which she did with much sacrifice because he was raised in a single parent family. DH sees just no mother-in-law as a childhood hero and remembers some moments of tender love in childhood. However, just no mother-in-law also keeps guilt tripping DH with the fact that she had, instead of focusing on her own wants and desires as a single mom, sacrificed so much of herself in order to be a good mother who was always present in her kids' lives. She is also always guilt-tripping her kids about her ailments today because of how much she had overworked for them as a single mother, that she saved them from an abusive family and so had no choice but to be a single mother. But just no mother-in-law's desires to have kids comes from an insanely strong cultic northwest religious belief that having kids is the greatest personal success in a woman's life brackets isn't this also narcissistic in a twisted way she would always push childbearing on anyone dating her kids okay whoa just no mother-in-law is also 
always seeking for empathy for her difficult childhood, for her continued sad life of being in abusive relationships one after another and for being treated badly by people around her. That in turn makes me feel so selfish to not fucking care, to not love her, to not understand why she grew up to be this messed up, to not be forgiving towards her. To be very honest, I think some of these failed relationships, she had brought it upon herself with her Karen-like, hot-headed temper. Oh, I get that this is victim-blaming, but I know how (laughs) antagonistic. antagonistic she gets in both her attitude and words towards others, but we will only ever hear about her being a victim of abuse or of hate from others. I feel so bad for being one of those hating her too, but not really too. God, I'm confused. I don't like your writing style. I'm sorry. Like the way they're it's typing? Good. Yeah, I'm like, I know. It's saying? interesting. Like, it's a bit to... less organized, yeah. but okay. Whoa. Okay. Okay. When it comes to her blatant favoritism, just no mother-in-law would shower golden child with really nice stuff, brackets, expensive, branded, stylish, functional, etc. And at every family meetup, she would never fail to say how great, capable, good-looking, etc., how golden child is such a great catch, etc. She even openly admitted that golden child is the golden child. Whereas she would be putting down DH for everything he did as a kid and does as an adult now brackets mostly because of difference in political views Mm. she would also get dh gifts half-heartedly things that are cheap way less stylish not useful or not suitable to his liking at all sometimes she even gift used items brackets very obviously used because of wear and tear and because i've seen those items lying around her house before it's as if she has a great taste when it comes to gifts for Golden Child and suddenly has terrible taste when it comes to gifts for DH. To top it off, at every birthday, Mother's Day, Christmas, etc., she would still have the cheek to shamelessly ask DH to give her specific expensive gifts when she doesn't even reciprocate a good gifting etiquette. Mm. Although, <laughs> this is a long one. A long one. <laughs> Although DH sees the blatant favoritism that Just No Mother-in-Law exhibits towards Golden Child, DH still defends her by saying that since he was a child, she has always made sure to let her kids know that she loves them all equally. The manipulation is so strong that DH still believes that she holds love for him, despite all the humiliating shit she hurls only on him, in front of me and every other family I see it as manipulation because I have heard her often justify her questionable actions with, I'm your mother and that's what mothers do for their children. I'm just concerned as a mother. Whenever it is pointed out that what she did or say is wrong. There were many times when DH argues against her unfounded criticism slash claims. Brackets, DH is not a pushover in any way. But at the end of the day, DH still adores just no mother-in-law. I don't understand this at all. Just No Mother-in-Law also seems to hold very little interest in what DH does. Everything Just No Mother-in-Law talks about is always about her, her interests, her day, her past, her opinions, her, her, her. This girl's so upset. I know. Oh my god. She's like spilling her whole heart right now. When DH tries to talk about his work, etc., she would change the subject or act distracted. She would only engage in the conversation if he does something that she is politically opposed to and would lambast him for being a tool for evil. 
whoa i take it too personally even seeing all these attacks on dh as an attack on my own self i can't see it as just a problem that dh has to deal with alone i cannot force dh to pick me slash our family or his mother this would just be as terrible and i do not wish to even be the such a person who foists upon my beloved such a heart my beloved such a heartbreaking decision okay i have to take in all these shit just as he is willing to take in all these shit despite knowing that everything is shitty and wrong (laughs) i can't be as forgiving as my partner because i don't share this love for the shitty narc mom that dh for some reason still has i'm so confused is my just no mother-in-law narcissistic or am i the red flag for sullying her image in dh's eyes is it wrong slash evil of me to harbor this much hate slash disgust for the mother if so how can i deal with this hatred slash disgust that i have for her how do i move past it how do i find happiness while having ties with the narcissist if there is nothing wrong with me is the situation that bad to require cutting of ties if the situation warrants cutting of ties are there any non-manipulative ways to help my partner understand this leaving dh because of narcissistic just mother-in-law is not a solution for various reasons other than having kids together but i really don't know what else to do with just no mother-in-law thanks for reading my word vomit if you made it in this far whoa <sighs> okay whoa i think to go first yeah first of all I think there was a line in there where she's like, I'm not going to make him choose between me slash our family and our mother. First of all, he should be choosing your family because that's his family now. And like, I don't care what anyone says. Like, obviously, even if you love your mother, like if you have a whole ass part, like what's it called? Spouse. Yeah. And kids. That's your priority. Not your mother. Like, I'm sorry. I feel like it's hard, though. It is hard. Yeah. But especially if your mom is being a bitch towards you. Yeah. And you recognize that, but you're still trying to love her. Like, no, you should be protecting your family. Yeah, for sure. It's. I feel like I'm in... Like, I, I'm not saying the mother is, like, health... Like, obviously, she's toxic. I just feel like it'd be hard. Like, even me picturing myself, even if, like, my parents did things like i didn't i'm so attached to them you know what i mean like when you're so attached 100 but when i feel like you need to make that hard decision when you have that whole yeah. family of yours it's not like it's your only family you know you literally have your own yeah and it's like if your mom is doing something wrong you need to tell her that she's doing something wrong you yeah know what i mean like he's just letting everything slide i feel like because uh, the mom beat him down like all the time he became in a way insecure like it was a manipulation that he was almost like codependent on her because that's where he gets like he's still trying to prove like he needs validation but she probably gives him like some validation sometimes or she feels like he needs to prove that he's not whatever she thinks she is or also like the love of like the siblings because the golden child or whatever so almost feeling like a competition so he can't fully let go because he wants the satisfaction of like knowing that his mom is proud of him you know 100 percent. i do think this man needs therapy because i think that's the only reason that he's not reason that's the only way he's gonna realize yeah how fucked up his mom is being because this is super intense and it's tricky if you're the partner trying to point it out because at that point like tension's gonna build and it's like oh but this is my mom you know like yeah can't just drop her type of thing and that's where like arguments are gonna start and everything but i don't think the person that wrote this is the red flag at all 
Yeah. I think you're recognizing this behavior. And I think if you're word vomiting this much, I think it's come to a point it's where it's like, yeah. you don't even know what to do about it because all you're hearing is how much the mother-in-law is like berating your partner. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So she, it seems as though it's rooting from the fact that their political slash maybe religious views are different and that the mom went through a lot of abusive relationships. So she probably has resentment towards her children because she keeps saying like, I couldn't do this, this because I sacrificed all of this for you. So it's like, okay, so basically didn't she want... She therapy too. Yeah, 100%. for sure. I don't think the partner mentioned, but the mother-in-law didn't really, like she didn't mention that she would attack her the partner right no, no i i don't think so it's i think it's more she put her son down yeah and she f- only spoke about herself so she was very like mm. narcissistic like yeah. talking about myself i don't care about your accomplishments even yeah. though you're my child basically there's definitely resentment there like and also like almost seeing your child get the love that you didn't get in your romantic partner 100 percent. you know yeah. like imagine and then you have to rate like it's it's oh i put you into this world and you get all of these gifts and like love from people but what would i get which yeah. is messed up as a mom you shouldn't be you know, she clearly she wasn't in the right headspace to have children at that time. Yeah. And I'm just confused how one of them is a golden child, though. Like, why? Right. Do you, why do you have resentment towards one and not the yeah. other? Right. Maybe the other one's like single. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> like, and like, is a golden child a younger child? Yeah. That's, we need more info on this. Can you like? Yeah. I feel like we need more info about who is this golden child. What do they do? Why are they? Why are they known to be golden on in the mother's eyes? Yeah. Maybe they're like always with the mom or something like, yeah. you know, I don't know. I think like the healthy thing to do is like kind of create space between the mother and the son. Yeah. But I think I know that's hard, especially if like the son is still very attached to the mother. Yeah. Like, yeah, they seems like they're always in each other's lives. Right. Yeah. So. But if like this is the way my mother-in-law was reacting, I wouldn't even like my children Talked would it. never. Yeah. Oh, oh, hell would no. never. I mean, like you can go hang out with your mom. We're oh, yeah, stay yeah, here. yeah. Like I don't need to like even this girl. She's like, if I was a partner, I just stay away. Yeah, I don't literally. Have to deal with like them. you don't need yeah. to show up to these events exactly if, like, after a certain time like when shit. you realize like oh this the mom exactly like, this. Yeah. like you don't owe her anything yeah especially if she's being so rude to your whole family and like yeah. your partner like let him realize it yeah i think she's trying to be supportive to her partner 100%, that's the thing. but there's only the, uh, there's a certain amount until like i feel like you're at your breaking point yeah here. yeah oh one <laughs> it seems like you were by their side each yeah. time so that's why no it's i really would... rough and I wouldn't want my kids to be influenced by like exactly their that type of thinking like, that's or why like I, religious I, and political. Like I don't want someone else to manipulate it. Yeah, I think definitely distance yourself and just separate yourself from the mom at this point because you can't really control your partner. 100%. And if maybe once your partner starts realizing you're not, maybe the reason he puts up with it or can actually cope with it is because you're there each time. Maybe once you start stop showing up and he has to kind of in the moment deal with it alone he's gonna be like oh i can't exactly and maybe that'll i think he just re- needs to realize it on his own yeah you said I wonder what you if... needed to say yeah i was gonna say i wonder if the golden child and the, the brother, brother like they're close or no they didn't really know. mention hmm. interesting yeah sorry you have to deal with this yeah hope it works out yeah all right last story this one's a short one so the title is, Am I the Asshole for Telling My Stepkids to Stop Hanging Off Their Mom? All right. <laughs> Sorry, the hanging off their mom. Yeah. It's funny. I will be the first to admit that I grew up in a very, quote, hands-off type of family. There was no hugging, snuggling, or anything of the sort. 
So when I met my wife and saw her three kids love on her so much, it did make me incredibly uncomfortable. But that was a me issue. And I just checked myself into therapy and worked through it. Oh, I'm sorry. The way that it's like, I was uncomfortable. So I'm just going to go to therapy. I'll be back. That's what it sounded (laughs) like. (laughs) I checked myself in. (laughs) Now the kids are like this with me. And sometimes it's still hard, but it doesn't make me nearly as uncomfortable as it did. However, my wife is fully aware of this because through therapy, I was taught ways to communicate these things to her. So I never asked the kids to stop and never tried forcing my opinions, but I did communicate why I became so weird about it. So she knows. Anyways, fast forward to now, my stepkids are currently 13, 11, and 7. All of them are still very much so snugly kids and easily wrap my wife up on the couch four times a day. The only issue I currently have is that my wife is currently pregnant. High risk. They have her on bed rest and she's only 16 weeks. Oh my God. I feel so sorry. Oh my for God. Her. Yeah. That's bad. That's rough. Yeah. I simply do not like how rough these kids seem to be with her, though they might not actually be super rough, but it seems like it to me. And I'm worried about my wife and my unborn child. Like my seven-year-old stepson will still lay on his mother's chest in brackets. Granted, he is also a, a small kid and has some ailments, ASD and ODD. I don't want him laying on his mother's chest or the two older ones will lay beside her, but like half on her. I don't want them doing this either because their legs slash half of their torso is on top of their mother's stomach. And again, she's high risk. I don't want them unintentionally hurting her. So whenever I see it now, I either tell them to stop or constantly remind them to be careful with their mother's stomach. My wife flipped yesterday. She never snaps, but she absolutely did this time and told me quite bluntly to shut my fucking mouth. (laughs) Because if my attitude makes it so her kids stop snuggling her, she will never forgive me. Insist she is fine, and if she wasn't, she would say something. It's been tense here. Am I the asshole? Okay. Oh, that's like, it was short, <laughs> oh, but a lot shit. happened. Yeah, I think that's the hormones of her screaming oh. at her. I don't think like... Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> well, yeah, I get it also because it's annoying maybe. Like, Yeah, 100%. If you're like constantly like berating them. I feel like this is a lot. Like in that short paragraph, I feel like more. Yeah. I got more info than that long ass thing. We love these concise stories. Yeah, great. Whoa, I don't think you're the asshole. I think you grew up a certain way, like the affection, the love. So to you, like I get why it was a bit uncomfortable to see because you're not used to that type of love and like you know and you like imagine your parents love you a certain way and then you see something different you're like what the heck like i feel like i was living in a you know what i mean like it doesn't match yeah, up with and what i think you i've experienced with. this too when yeah. i see like how people interact with their parents sometimes. you're like, like why are you doing that yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so it's just different so that i totally get and then the fact that you went to therapy and like really tried to unlearn that type of parenting love you know and get used to a a different or just open up your mind i feel like that's really good and you improved clearly and about your you know your unborn child your wife being pregnant and then being like and she's high risk i get that because i don't know everything about pregnancy but like maybe putting the leg on the stomach is not necessarily gonna like do something but what if If you move or like something and she's high risk so you want to be it's like a, you're holding a baby so in your stomach so it is a bit like you know scary so i feel like it's hard because the wife kind of is getting annoyed because she doesn't want her kids to not give her love either i think because 
the hormones are in play yeah. and because you're it seems like you're consistently telling them to stop like it can get annoying obviously and i think she's also in the back of her mind thinking about when you told her like i find it weird that your kids right. cuddle yeah. like she probably has a little bit of resentment there which yeah. she possibly didn't communicate to you exactly and that's probably why she like blew up about it and was like stop telling my kids not to like hug me and cuddle me yeah exactly i think maybe talk to the kids like without the wife i don't maybe they're they could young tell her. Though, yeah like, one is seven yeah. yeah but maybe in a not in a like whole sit down talk but like be like oh like this is the reason why i tell you this oh he said like not he, to hurt her but maybe yeah. it needs to be more like De- formal about it in a way yeah like, she's, he's know? like i either tell them to stop or constantly remind them to be careful with their mother's stomach right but i feel like just saying stop they're not gonna understand yeah. it needs to be like look your mom because they don't understand pregnancy like look yeah. your mom has you and know a more intense pregnancy so that means that it's yeah. like really like you know explain it to them like f- as children exactly you know? and i think it's trickier because you're the stepfather yeah yeah so they might be like, like you're weird yeah like, like yeah. i don't know how how long you've been in their lives yeah. type of thing and maybe they're kind of like this is my mom like exactly. why are you telling me to stop type of thing yeah. like i don't know that that's the information that we're missing i think and maybe the kids notice that he gets weird when exactly. they're, and they're like, so they're like this guy like, what's he's just jealous like yeah yeah, yeah. it's like this is my mom exactly you know? yeah it's tricky i think if you just stay calm about it like consistently just explain yourself and like explain how you're feeling about certain things i think it'll be okay yeah just don't be reactive to when she's reacting because yeah. she's gonna react a lot exactly because she's preggers yeah <laughs> maybe if the mom explained it in a way to her kids but in a, like super loving way like not like don't cuddle me but just like but I, she doesn't want that that's the thing she's like i'm i want them to yeah. still show me this affection yeah not but the thing is i feel like not saying like oh don't do this but more explaining her pregnancy situation yeah. like i don't know if they know i'm assuming they know like oh she's pregnant but just she's more like yeah like she's also you know? only 16 weeks so maybe if she's she keeps going she gets growing, like growing yeah. and gets Tough bigger man. she might like feel differently and she's yeah. like get away from me please yeah exactly because <laughs> at that point she's gonna be like huge stomach she's already on bed rest you know what i mean so taking it slowly and exactly. maybe try to you know the thing is if you keep your mouth shut but then something goes you know yeah, that's the thing exactly. that's what's tough but then your wife is screaming at you i think let the wife scream at you if yeah you have just to. let it happen like <laughs> if you have to i think it's better to vocalize but still be respectful a bit 100%. about it because maybe some of your uncomfort is like coinciding with you saying like you're using that as a reason i think that's also what she's thinking that's probably why she reacted that way exactly and maybe you're doing you're like oh i'm using the pregnancy but maybe it's also because you feel uncomfortable so it's like allowing you to vocalize yourself but you might be doing it for two reasons and not just the pregnancy like are you still in therapy or was that just at the beginning right maybe you should go back and talk about this and see if it if it's a you thing or if it's really like them just not understanding you yeah exactly yeah yeah Okay. okay that was it <laughs> damn this is a long episode guys <laughs> okay everybody that's the end of the episode we hope you enjoyed these reddit stories very specific category am i the red flag let us know what you think leave us feedback like comment subscribe share all that good stuff and you could follow us on all our podcast socials they'll be linked down below and our personal socials as well yes. thanks for listening yeah <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say anything bye this is audio sorry bye.